What up, people? It is Sunday, August 25th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, where I give my opinion on a variety of topics. You can love it. You can hate it. I'm good either way, because it's just my opinion. Um, I know it's been a minute since my last podcast, and so much has gone on over the past few weeks, and it's just even hard to decide where to start. But going through some of my notes and looking back at my timeline on Facebook, um, I'll start back with the two major shootings we had earlier in the month. Uh, The first one in Dayton, Ohio, where 10 people were killed and 27 people were injured. Uh, And then we had another one in El Paso, where 22 were killed and 24 were injured. And the ironic thing about the El Paso shooting is that the actual shooter he lived about 10 minutes away from me, 10 to 15 minutes away from where I live now. Uh, he drove from here down to El Paso to apparently kill Mexicans. And those were his words, not mine. Um, there's been so many, so much talk about an invasion of uh, undocumented immigrants and things of that nature that's out there. Um, and he decided to go down to El Paso because it's close to the border and kill Hispanics which is just ridiculous. Uh, Also, during that time frame, there were three more people arrested for plotting attacks, and thank God uh, people either turned them in or their social media. Uh, They put information on social media, and the police responded to that. And those are the type of things that we need more of. Uh, If you have people in your life or that you're around talking about uh, committing these crimes, uh, crimes of this nature, anything like that, I do suggest you report it and it, it'd be looked into by authorities because uh, these three people could have done a lot of damage. And a lot of it is based on misinformation and uh, a perception that they have of a certain group of people that really isn't correct. But if you continue to listen to the rhetoric coming out of the White House and other people who are like-minded, um, all of these other websites that of uh, fan the conspiracy theory flames um I can see more of these type of things happening and the ironic thing the other three people that were arrested or for plotting additional attacks were all white males so this seems to be a pattern um I think we can get past the mental illness issue and say that there's something seriously wrong uh, with these gun laws um, I know that, you know, after the wake of the El Paso and Dayton shootings, uh, what people have tried to do and these companies tried to do, again, they blame mental illness on this thing, but you want to take away insurance that may help cover mental illness or defund certain programs that can help with covering mental illness. And also their big idea was to um, stop advertising violent video games. And to my knowledge, none of these people who committed these crimes have mentioned violent video games in their manifesto. The majority of them have mentioned the president, though, and have repeated some of the same sentiments he's uh, issued in his racist rallies that he has. Um, But, hey, maybe that's just me and finding that link. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong, even after I've seen proof of it. So, um... Moving on to another thing that happened over the past couple of weeks was a massive ice raid in Mississippi at the chicken plant. 
where uh, hardworking individuals were there at their job. And I raided this uh, company. And the interesting part about that was this particular company had just settled a multi-million dollar lawsuit with some of those illegal immigrants for, I think it was harassment. And as soon as that settled, not long after, there's a major ice raid on that facility. Um, And the crazy thing about it is it happened right as the new school year was starting and it happened during the school day. And a lot of kids got out of school and their parents were nowhere to be found. Um, You know, I just don't know what people are thinking, how insensitive people are. There were kids without, you know, parents for days, you know, a good week at a time. And I just don't understand it. And the biggest issue I have with that is the fact that they arrested the illegal immigrants, but not the people that hired them. And that's a huge problem to me. To this day, I haven't heard of any other executive or anyone from HR from this particular company being arrested for hiring these illegal immigrants. Um, Also, I had a conversation with somebody uh, about the raid and the perspective was he was tired of white liberals uh, talking about immigration when a lot of the um, illegal immigrants come over here and live in black neighborhoods and take you know, we went back to the whole taking the jobs thing. And my response to that is uh, these companies don't pay a fair wage, a fair living wage. They're taking the jobs that are available to them for their skill set at the moment. Um, And you cannot blame people who want a job taking a job that they could get. And so now there are 700 jobs open at this particular plant. And let's see how many Americans take these jobs, these factory working jobs and these laborer jobs. Uh, I don't buy into the notion that uh, if there were no illegal immigrants, that companies will pay a fair wage and Americans will get these jobs. Some of them may. I absolutely believe that. But that's not that's not the problem. You're blaming illegal immigrants for wanting to take a job and take care of their family. But you're not blaming the companies and the CEOs who are pocketing uh, record profits and not distributing that down to their employees. So this whole trickle-down economics that's proven to be false, um, the greedy just get greedier. So they're going to try to find the cheap labor. And most of the time, Americans aren't going to do that cheap labor. So they find who they can. But again, they don't suffer the consequences that their employees have to suffer. So I think... Um, you know, that mindset is just ridiculous. But again, it's all a matter of opinion. You know, I have my opinion. Uh, they have theirs. And there's no right or wrong. Uh, I think there's common sense and not common sense. But again, it's all my opinion. Uh, also, Jeffrey Epstein, the famous pedophile, with links to a lot of um, high-ranking officials and very important people or prominent people uh, committed suicide in his cell which I feel is kind of ironic if you're on suicide watch there should be things that aren't in your cell so you don't commit suicide Uh, I definitely think there's a lot more to that story but uh, I don't have any sympathy honestly
uh, for the things that this man, uh, I'm not going to grieve uh, this. I don't wish bad on anybody, but I do believe in karma. And also, there was a Christian TV host uh, that was on TV, and he said he thinks Jeffrey Epstein is still alive, and he had a full head transplant. Not a facelift, a full head transplant. That has to be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. And this is why a lot of people are going away from Christianity uh, based on the past two or three years and what these evangelicals um, are thinking and what they're saying and what they're supporting and are okay with now uh, is absolutely ridiculous. So I consider myself Christian. Um, I definitely don't have the same beliefs and they are giving Christianity a bad reputation in in my opinion Um, to support a pedophile and to even just put out the notion that this dude had a full head transplant and it's just ridiculous Uh, and then something that happened a couple of weeks ago Daniel, Daniel Pantaleo he is the officer that choked Eric Garner to death in New York City uh, five years ago. It's on video. He choked Eric Garner to death. Eric Garner said, I can't breathe multiple times. Uh, And he still kept an illegal chokehold, which was banned by the police station. Um, And he used it anyway. Was never convicted of a crime. He was finally fired um, and removed from his position. I think during this time frame, he was more on death duty, but he was still getting paid. You know, taxpayers were still paying a murderer. And again, it's on tape. Um, surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, he has a, there was a GoFundMe set up for him. And last I checked a few days ago, it was up to $100,000. So people have donated $100,000 to a murderer. Um, but there are a lot of police apologists out there and they support police no matter what and a lot of times it's based on this type of thing not happening to them or anyone that they love Um, and I'm just afraid that you know that's only going to get worse too I mean we have I definitely think there are wonderful good police officers out there I've encountered some uh, but there are definitely bad ones and my whole thing is I'm not anti-police I'm just anti-bad police And I just want everybody to live by the laws. They have to abide by the law as well. And I don't want them to get away with murder. Especially when it seems to be clear cut on video. Um, So enough of the serious stuff. On to a happier note. Uh, I had one of my fantasy football drafts about an hour ago. Uh, Not sure how it went. Uh, I'm sure I'll get my... They'll grade my draft in a little bit. Then I have another fantasy draft later on today uh, with the surprise I woke up to this morning that Andrew Luck from the Colts has decided to retire at 29 um, that was a huge shot I think he was uh, destined to have a good season this year I know he's been played by injuries the past several years uh, but he, he was comeback player of the year I think last year and he just didn't seem happy and I don't knock anybody for walking away from something where they're not happy um, got to do his best for you. And then here in the Dallas area, we have this whole Zeke and Dak contract issues going on right now. I think Zeke is an idiot. 
uh, due to the fact that he still has two years on his contract that he should just fulfill, or at least fulfill one. But the Cowboys have options. They can franchise, he, because he still has a contract for two years, then they can franchise tag him. Um, so if he wants to sit out for two, three years, that's on him. Uh, he's been an issue since he's been here. He's been in trouble almost every summer he's been here. And I'm not sure he's worth the headache. He's a, a beast of a player. Um, love having him on the team, but is it worth it? You know, is it worth all the drama? Look at Oakland and what they're dealing with with uh, Antonio Brown. Um, he's a great player. He has monster stats, but he came in with uh, he had the foot issue and then the helmet issue, and it's just just play football. You're under contract. If you don't want to play, just leave. I mean, I hate these kind of prima donna type and Dak with his contract I think they offered him like 20 22 or whatever it was but he wants like 40 Dak is not worth 15 million a year in my opinion I think Dak is an average quarterback where he's slightly above average but I don't think he can count on him to win your game I think he can manage a game very well but I don't think when it comes down to crunch time especially without Zeke he can win you the game so I don't think he's definitely not worth $40 million. And um, I don't think he's worth 30 I mean, we can probably get away with 20 but he's definitely not worth more than 20 in my opinion. Uh, so I wish they would just play football, live out their contracts. And I know in Zeke's case, uh, the value of the running back has declined significantly because most teams are going to running back by committee. Um, very few teams have one major feature back. I know uh, the Giants do with Saquon Barkley and Zeke, they're a different style of running back, but um, you know, for the price of Zeke you can get two or three to probably make up similar stats overall and that way if you have an injury, you have you know, one or two others in the background, so that's a step in but I'm ready to get this season kicked off uh Fantasy football season should be fun. And then the biggest thing for the last week was this whole Popeye's chicken sandwich against Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. Uh, I've had both. And the surprising thing for me here is I first had it about three months ago. The uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's a good sandwich. And I do think it's a lot better than Chick-fil-A. And... All of the hype surrounded by it. I mean, I've seen a lot of people, you know, post their stuff on YouTube and Facebook. And a lot of people are saying they love the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. But it's still just a chicken sandwich. I mean, there's no gold or silver in it. It doesn't give you energy. It doesn't make you powerful. It's just a chicken sandwich. But it is a good sandwich. And I drove past the Popeye's on Tuesday. And the line was uh, out of the parking lot into the freeway service road and the wait was like 45 minutes I think that's ridiculous um, again it is a, a good sandwich but they're going overboard with this stuff uh, I guess because a lot of people didn't know about it but again I've been on this for like three months uh, and then I saw one guy he said that he did like the Popeye's chicken sandwich better but he started talking about how Chick-fil-A's customer service is so much better. Well, that's not the question. The question is which sandwich is the best. I think we all know that uh, 
Chick-fil-A has excellent customer service. They get you in and out. And you'll probably get cussed out of Popeye's. But we're just talking about the quality and the taste of the chicken sandwich. And the customer service is not even a, <laughs> it's not even a comparison there. Uh, but again, my vote, I'm riding with Popeye's. It's just that Chick-fil-A is five minutes away from me. Popeye's is like 15. Uh, and the last thing for this week is um, I had took a break and went on vacation to Las Vegas with my girlfriend. Uh, that was her first trip. It was my fourth, and we had an amazing time. Um, this was probably my favorite Vegas trip. I did more in this one trip than I did the previous three trips put together. Uh, we went to the Blue Man Group show, which was actually pretty dope. Uh, I let her pick it. Uh, I had never been to a show in Vegas, and she wanted to go f- take me for my birthday. So I just told her, whatever you pick, I'll be there. And she picked the Blue Man Group. It was very interactive. They came out to the audience a lot. And at one point, uh, two or three times, actually, throughout the show, they were right next to me, and they would like to pick on people in the audience. But fortunately, they didn't do that to me, so I was cool with that. Um we went to a minus five ice bar and that was a cool experience literally uh you walk into the room they give you a coat they give you gloves and everything is made of ice and because we went on my birthday they gave me a free shot and even the shot glass was made of ice we bought a couple of drinks all anything that uh any drink you ordered everything came in ice ice cups uh the seats were ice the walls were ice. The bar was ice. I mean, everything was ice. And it was cold as I don't know what in there. Uh, but it was a, a different experience, and I enjoyed it. Um, went to a lot of hotels I had never been to before. Uh, the Paris was beautiful. The Venetian is amazing. But uh, we stayed at the Link, which the only disappointment with the Link was the room was okay, but there's no poker room, and I like to play poker. Uh, but there's a promenade in between the Link and the Venetian. I mean, uh, not the Venetian, but the Flamingo. Uh, we went to Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips restaurant. We went to Gaffieri's Hamburger restaurant. Um, just a really good time. And I paid for her to go zip lining. Uh, we went to the High Roller Ferris Wheel, which was dope. It gives you a really nice view uh, of the strip. And it's good if you go at night. So you can get the full effect of the lights. We got to see the Bellagio uh, water show from the high roller. Uh, so that was dope. Uh, we got to see, we took a tour of Las Vegas, went down to um, Fremont Street. That was cool. And they took us to a lot of uh, places where the movie The Hangover was filmed. So that was cool seeing some of that because The Hangover is in my top five favorite movies. Um, so that was dope. Just the overall cool trip. I did have a chance to play a little poker in the Venetian, and um, they had a really cool promotion going on in incentive to where every 30 minutes, uh, whoever had the highest winning hand during that 30-minute period won $600. And at one point, um, I had the highest hand, but that was like 10 minutes within uh, into the 30-minute period, and somebody had a a higher hand than me, but that's just an incentive to keep playing. You win a, you have the highest winning hand, so you win the pot at your table. But also, the casino will just give you six hundred dollars on top of that. 
So I thought that was dope, and I would love to play there again for a longer time. But uh, my biggest thing was making sure my girl had a good time with it being her first time, uh, and she did. Uh, went down to the strip, and it's just funny how, you know, the people on the strip, they want to, they are dressed up with different characters, and it was like these two half-naked girls walking up and down the strip wanting you to take pictures with them so you could tip them. And at one point, while my girl was in the M&M store, I was waiting outside for her, and I was sitting by myself, and they walked up to me and asked me where I was from. I told them I was from Dallas. And they were like, oh, welcome to Las Vegas. Would you like to take a picture? I'm like, no, I'm good. They got a little pissed off, but hey, I'll keep my $5, $10. And they weren't that attractive anyway. So is this oh, the biggest issue in Vegas, though? Two things real quick. One is everything is so expensive as far as food and stuff goes. Now, thank God we budgeted fine. We had more than enough money to, to spend, so that was not an issue. But uh, we went to the MGM and had breakfast. And we shared a breakfast burrito with, like, some home-style potatoes, and I had a Coke and she had water, and that was almost 40 bucks. And that was typical for each meal we had. Um, Even at the Blue Man Group, I got two drinks, two alcoholic beverages. They came with, like, souvenir cups and some popcorn. That was $59. So if you go to Vegas, you're definitely going to spend some money, especially if you uh, use the restaurants inside the hotels. Now, we didn't have a rental car or anything. We just used Uber. Um, I'm sure you can get some better deals if you go off of the strip, but since we were on the strip and we didn't have a car, uh, that's kind of what we did. So that was dope. And the second thing, uh, what the food is expensive, and the second thing is these freaking timeshare salespeople. They are annoying as hell. Um, soon as we checked into the hotel, walking to the elevator, you know, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all a cute couple, husband and wife, and, you know, y'all want to see a free show? No, I, we good. Man, I knew who they were. My girlfriend didn't know, so I was a little rude initially, and she asked me why I was so rude, and I just told her, you'll see. And by the time we left, she was like, no, no, thank you. As soon as they even walk up to you, they didn't even say anything. She was like, no, thank you. But it was just constant. Every time you walk past them, even on the strip, people coming out asking you if you want to see a free show. And it's like, just leave me alone. I'm not buying your time share where I can only use it once a year. But otherwise, the whole trip was cool. Uh, I think we're going to plan a cruise next. We'll see how that goes. But, um. I really needed that vacation. It was a very good birthday. Uh, My girl took very good care of me. We had a good time. Uh, Vegas is always one of my favorite places to go. And I'm sure I'll go back again at some point. Uh, On to this week's verbal middle finger. Now, actually two. And basically, if you uh, are new to this podcast, the verbal middle finger is basically uh, people who have done stuff or said things that are really stupid, and if I was in front of them, I'd give them the finger. Uh, the first verbal middle finger goes to Jean Kramer of Marysville, Michigan. I think she's like on their uh, city council, and in one of their meetings, city council meetings, she said she wanted to keep Marysville white, especially no race mixing. 
she was fine with the way Marysville was with mostly white people. Uh, she said that if there was a black husband and wife, uh, they may be welcome. She didn't guarantee that they would be. She said they might be welcome, but absolutely no interracial couples at all. She just didn't have it. She didn't believe in it. And the Bible says it's, there's something wrong with it. And the second rebel middle finger goes to the Portland Police Department um, for arresting a black man for a series of bank robberies in the area that didn't fit the description of the suspect. The man they arrested had uh, multiple facial tattoos. Well, in their mugshot picture, they used Photoshop to take the the tattoos off and put his picture in the lineup. So if you have to do that, if the suspect of the bank robberies didn't have face tattoos, why would you arrest somebody with face tattoos? And then um, Photoshop them out. Again, it's like you take two steps forward and five steps back. You know, this was an innocent man, hadn't done anything, you arrest him for a crime. You know he didn't commit and then try to frame him. But this is not the first time something like this happened. This is not going to be the last time. So the Portland Police uh, Department, you get the verbal middle finger because I hope they sue you. I hope this guy sues you. But the problem with suing the police is always the money comes from taxpayers. So they won't personally be financially liable. It's going to come from the taxpayers, and I wish that would change. But anyway, that's it for this week. As always, this is just my opinion. Have a good week. Peace.